welcome to your dog cast where we feature news just for dog lovers. Here's your Rover reporter, Mary Lou Davidson. This podcast is brought to you by dogperfect.com with three locations in Sarasota, Florida. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today we're talking about one of the things your dog loves the most, dog food. There's so much confusion and crosstalk about dog food. There are myths, there are old wives tales, and there are things that we just believe because we hear them. But today I wanted to take a minute and see if we can dispel some of those myths. So I've brought in an expert. It's Kyle Baker. He's the senior pet food nutritionist for Dog Perfect, and he's joining us to set the record straight. Hey, Kyle, thanks for joining us. Hello, everyone. (laughs) Number one on our list of dog food myths is dogs need kibble for good dental health. What do you think, Kyle? That is a, that was a myth started by a dog food company so we can sell more kibble. Uh, unlike human beings, uh, dogs have no amylase in their saliva. Amylase is the, is the enzyme that breaks down carbs and starches in, in, our, in our mouth. Um, and dogs don't have that. Uh, dogs, their whole, what they're trying to do is they're trying to get uh, food down to their stomach. That's where all the digestion starts. So dogs have an elastic stomach, so they fill their stomach up and all the acid comes in the stomach and that's where digestion begins. Sometimes if we eat kibble, when they crush that little kibble, those little, those little uh, small pieces of kibble shards get in between the, the gums and teeth and that's actually what causes bad dental health. Um, so it's kind of the opposite. Kibble will cause more dental issues than it actually helps. Wow. So it's not true. Dogs don't need kibble for dental health. No, all those extra sugars feed in the, in the bacteria that causes plaque and tartar in a mouth. So it's kind of counterintuitive, uh, especially because dogs don't chew foods. They chew on bones and, and sticks and things like that. That's what, that's what knocks the, uh, the plaque and tartar off the upper teeth. But just chewing on kibble itself, no, it, it, it more puts more plaque and tartar on than actually breaks it down itself. Okay. Number two changing dogs' diets can be bad for digestion and can upset their stomachs. This is another one of the favorite myths by, started by the dog food company, because of course, once you get on a dog food, they want you to stay on that dog food forever. So they don't want you to think about changing back and forth. But if your dog doesn't have any major food intolerances or major digestive issues, it's better to give them more of an option. Just like us, dogs will get bored if they eat the same thing every day. And there's all different types of micronutrients and amino acids that you get from different proteins, different fruits and vegetables out there. So having a variety in in the dog's diet will have a more rounded off immune system uh, in the long run. Gotcha. Okay. Number three, meal and that's M-E-A-L, meal is bad. And I think that's something that confuses a lot of us. We see meal and we think, oh no, but what do you think? Yeah, everybody thinks meal is bad. When they see meal, meal is bad, but not all meal is the same. Um, So if, 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 if the food says like chicken meal or beef meal or duck meal, and it's specific of the protein source they're talking about, that's just 100% of that meat content with the moisture taken out. So it's just a concentrate of the protein of the protein in it because all kibble is going to be cooked anyway. So we need to draw the moisture out of it. The meal that we need to be cautious about is if it says byproduct meal, that means there's barely any meat of it. It's more or less the beaks, the bones, the, the scraps of the animals 
or if they're not naming a specific animal in front of that meal, if they're just saying meat meal or poultry meal, then we're not being uh, uh, defiant on exactly what our dog is getting. And that's when you can start hiding a lot of these scary things in the foods like, uh, like 4D meats, which we kind of talked about last time. Uh, so that's kind of the importance of meal. As long as it is specific of the protein sources it itself is like chicken meal, beef meal, pork meal, duck meal, great. Byproduct meal, no. And if it just says poultry or meat meal, no, that's the bad meals. Awesome. That is so helpful. Okay. So number four, high protein diets are bad for dogs. So everybody thinks high protein diets are bad for dogs because they don't think they can break down proteins the way they should. It really should be more classified as too much protein from vegetable and plant matter is hard for dogs. But uh, protein from meat content is easy to digest. It's easy for the dogs to recognize. It's one of my things I've been trying to get people to understand. Uh, everybody thinks like, like beef is 100% protein. It's not, not the case with beef with all the moisture and fat in it. It's really only like 12 to 17% protein. So more of your meat bases are actually lower in protein than your, your corn, wheat, and soy-based proteins out there. Um, so it's all about what quality proteins you're getting, um, but, uh, but having too much protein is a myth. It's too much vegetable protein is the issue. Meat protein will deter atrophy and will feed the energy uh, for the dog's body, body and brain itself. Awesome. So there's some vegetables that are higher in protein than meats? Yeah, so uh, it, it's, it's, they're higher in proteins because uh, they have more protein bounds into, into their cellular structure. And it's harder for us to uh, derive that protein out of those vegetable matters. Like all of your vegetarian-based animals out there, they have four stomach chambers and teeth that also grind and, grind and mush up the food itself. Then it goes into a four stomach chamber and starts moving there to, to, to draw all the protein out, out of it. So vegetable protein is harder to break down. It's more of a concentrated of protein with no moisture bound towards it. Uh, so it's harder on the, kid, the kidneys and the liver to break down. Where meat pro protein has it's 70 to 75% moisture inside of it. So it's easier, easier for the body to break down and dissipate through the body itself. Um, it's one of those things I wish I could figure out how to way to let people know that just because you're eating 100% beef or 100% chicken, it's actually lower protein than a lot of your, your kibbles that are on the market today. Um, and the easiest way is if we could do like comparisons of dry kibble to uh, raw foods and it shows the guaranteed analysis on there. And that shows people, but it's still hard to explain. But the whole thing is there's so much moisture in meat content that breaks down the protein levels in the body itself. So the, the liver and the kidneys don't have to do all that work. Or in a vegetable protein, there is no moisture in it. So it makes the liver and kidneys overwork to try to break and extract those proteins out. If that kind of makes it a little bit more simpler there for you all. Got it. Now, number five. Raw food and eggs are dangerous for dogs. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's one of those things that uh, has been uh, talked about. And it's a lot of controversy in this industry, uh, but uh, uh, dogs and cats digestive tract is uh, vastly different than most of humans. Uh, our digestive tract is 25 to 28 feet long, and we have an acidic level around two and a half. 
where dogs and cats have a digestive system that's only about 10 to 13 feet with an acidity of, of one. And what that makes that important is food moves through that system so fast that those bacteria that bother us don't bother animals to get uh, all together um, because of the salmonella and E. coli, they need a longer surface area to, to grow and to build on. And dogs and cats just generally don't have that long digestive tract. And that's why dogs and cats can eat uh, Decaying, decaying meats on the side of the road and things like that without, without any issues because everything moves to their system so quickly. So it's, it's, it's just a big difference between what our system is and what a dog system is. And that's what allows them to eat raw foods uh, and absorb raw foods a lot easier than our bodies can itself. The reason why I like to talk about that, because a lot of people like to add like eggs and things to their uh, the dog's diet and everybody thinks eggs carry salmonella, but it's nothing you really have to worry about as long as you're using a good quality egg out there. It's actually one of the easiest digestible proteins out there. And you don't have to worry about Seminella, E. coli, Listeria, or any of that other jazz out there. That visualization of dogs being able to eat decaying meat by the side of the road was a place I wasn't ready to go yet, Kyle. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but now I totally get it. And I've always wondered, you know, why? Because I know my dog's gotten something out of the trash. And I've been panic stricken. And guess what? It goes through just fine. So thank you for helping us uh, knock down some of these myths that confuse dog owners. And uh, we can all work towards healthier, happier dogs. That's the goal, Miss Mary Lou. Well, thank you for the opportunity to get my piece out there. And I can't wait to have the, the next discussion with you uh, sometime here soon. Very soon. Thanks, Kyle. Thank you. Bye-bye. This podcast has been brought to you by DogPerfect.com with three locations in Sarasota, Florida. If you'd like a free nutritional consultation with Kyle Baker for your pup, visit DogPerfect.com and just click on services.